There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily. I'm back, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. <laughs> oh, so relieved to have you back, Emily. Missed you so much last week. I was gone for one week. It was too long. It was too long. I hated it. Um, I am Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I like watching scary movies. And so I watch them, and I tell you about them. And I love to do it, especially in October. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's October, and it feels like October. I know. It's so great. I'm so happy. Because wasn't it super hot in L.A. up until recently? It was so hot. It was so hot in L.A. And I also was in Florida is where I was when I was not here. Mm. I was visiting my parents who live in um, South Florida. And it was so hot. I have not lived in Florida since I was 18. And it's fucking so hot there. Oh, my God. It was so hot. And it's not even the hottest time of the year. And and. Coming back here and being like, and also I live in L.A., which is like not cold, but to come back and have it be like, oh, it feels like fall. It's so festive. Ooh, it's an absolute treat, though. You know, being in Florida for short periods of time is, is also a treat, but it's, it's nice to be home. You know, it's nice to be home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been giddy this past week that it's finally cold. I changed my bedding to my <gasps> duvet and oh. I was like so excited I hung up Halloween lights and I just really got in the holiday spirit. It's and, a very fun time of year. Oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm really excited. And there was a thunderstorm here the other oh, night. That never happens. I know, I missed it. I was so mad. It was so cool. And I watched a scary movie. It was still kind of hot, and so I had all the doors open, and so it could just like see lightning and hear oh, thunder while I, with my Halloween lights up, watching oh. a scary movie with my black cat on my lap. Oh, it was very fun. Also, reminder: I'm a witch now. Which yes, uh, it's your season. It's your season. <laughs> which Jenna was like, I just realized you're a witch with a black cat. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, you are. Yeah, I had like a little cozy night last night. We made cozy food. And look, I planned to watch a scary movie. I made a list of scary movies that I felt like I could handle and that I want to watch. Um, I'm very brave now. And we watched the first of those Fear Street Netflix movies. And guys, it's not scary. Yeah, I know I'm brave now, but it was not scary. So I guess I got to. Keep it up. I did watch The Shining. I've seen it the other night, but I, but I watched it again the other night. And it also, I mean, it's very scary. Don't get me wrong, but not nearly as scary as I remembered it being. I really right. thought it was like constant scares and like a million ghosts. I remember there being so many more dead people, but there's not that many dead people. It's no. more of like a tr- psychological drama in a lot yeah, of the ways. The scariest part is for sure Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. At the end. Like that's, yeah. the, that's the scary part. Yep, definitely. Also, Absolutely. I, 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 one more reason to say, I've, I've been here in a week, and I'm like, this is the podcast where I just talk for an hour. Um, sorry, so I'm excited to, I'm excited to be here. But um, <laughs> uh, Stephen King doesn't like the Shining movie, and one of the reasons I remember him saying in um, AMC Visionaries presents Eli Roth's History of Horror on Shutter.com, mm-hmm. yeah, that he does not like Jack Nicholson's performance, which is like Stephen. <laughs> God, you're so wrong. You're so wrong. It's truly one of the most iconic performances of all time. It is. It is. There was no, nobody else could have been cast in that role. The shots where he's just like sitting and staring like, holy fucking shit. He is so good in that movie. 
so scary. Uh, yeah, and just as a reminder, the other reason he didn't like it is because he thought Kubrick made it into too much of a quote-unquote art house film. And it's like, that's because he just made creative, surprising choices. Like, right. you don't Talk want Stephen that? King, man. You want it to be boring, <laughs> predictable choices? Like, I a don't get it. A worse actor? A worse <laughs> actor and a worse movie? Well, sir, <laughs> joke's on because it's very good. But I also, I guess the point is, I'm incredibly brave now, so... You are brave. This is my first real brave spooky season, I think. I'm, like, ready to... There's some scary ones on my list, so I'll I'll let you know. I was gonna say you're gonna have to you're gonna have to turn up the heat a little bit and watch a scarier one. I well I'm I am inevitably definitely going to be watching the new paranormal um, this month with our dear dear friend Jan Lippert in it, and I'm, I'm very scared for that one, but got to do it. Has to be done. Yep. Yep. Anyway, what's up with you guys? Um. Well, speaking of scary things, right before I got on this podcast, something very scary happened, which is that Silas had the biggest poop blowout I've ever experienced (laughs) in my life. Did it come like up and out of the diaper? Oh, fully. So Tim was Tim was gone. (laughs) Tim's like gone until right before I record the podcast. And this happened like maybe like 15 minutes before we started recording. And I was like holding Silas and I could tell he was pooping. Something was, something was brewing. He was making his little poopy faces. And, um, and I was like, okay, so I know this is happening. So then I, so then I just brought him in like to change him right away. And I like open up and it's, Guys, I I'm sorry if this grosses anyone out, but like, of course it's, it's going to gross people out. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. This might be gross. I'm going to talk about a poop blowout. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just fast forward if you don't want to listen about my son's poop blowout. But basically, he's like, like he literally just pooped, but it got up to, to the back of his neck, like into his. Oh like, my god. And he'd already, he'd already somehow rolled in it. So it was like on his side too, you guys. It was an emergency. I just, oh my God. I just bought these really cute clothes for him and I had to put them in the trash. I just put them immediately in the trash. I had to make a bath, like do a bath for him while he, and like try to like wipe him off. And he's like crying and I'm like drawing the yeah, bath and making sure it's not too, it's not too hot. I'm like alone. There's like poop, like towels all littered through the apartment. (laughs) Oh Um, my God. Poor little Silas. Poor little Silas is so cute. He started making faces that are more like little boy faces where he like pouts. And so he's like kind of pouting and looking really cute. Oh, it's so cute. He was happy once he was in the bath, but he was still like his eyes were all red and he was pouting and just looking at me like with his little like wet towel. Like so cute. Oh my God. And so Tim came home to just like a fucking disaster of a house. And I was like, Pete's got to go. I'm going to go record the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like you dealt with the the main disaster. Yeah, I think Tim's fine. I think Tim's fine. No, no, he's fine. I got, I got Silas changed. I was real disappointed about having to throw out his clothes right away, but. Bummer. Yeah, that does suck. That's never happened to me before. I'm just like, yeah, hopefully they weren't the TSDW onesies. (laughs) No, they, he's, he does not fit into those TSDW onesies. (gasps) I mean, they were. Babies outgrow things really fast. So fast. Or they poop all over them. Or yeah. they poop all over them. It's truly, clothing is so disposable when it's that age, um, which is bad, but um, not helping with our environment. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, that's I just needed to tell you guys that that's wow. what I was doing right before wow. I popped on. Actually, Emily, so you said, like, can we have 15 more minutes? And I was like, thank God. Like, <laughs> I. Yes. Yeah, because I had just woken up at 1045 a.m. <laughs> we lead different lives now. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I really slept in we have 15 more minutes you're like yeah i'm dealing with a poop explosion (laughs) oh poor little silas what a morning what a morning sammy we also just put our duvet on our bed and man i sleep so much better with a duvet i like a little bit of weight i really do uh, yeah me too me too it's really wonderful i feel very happy at the season change i feel like in la we don't often get a, a fall it kind of goes straight from summer to winter and i feel like we're getting our maybe little two weeks of fall in here i feel like we are yeah fall is like um 
October can be a really tricky month here. It's often still quite hot. And I feel like we've been really lucky this year to get like kind of an, an actual an actual little fall. I might go to like some some apple picking or something. I oh don't my know. God. I don't know. I want to do oh, something. I'm going I apple picking it. next weekend. Wow. This is so cute. I'm filled with joy. I love this. I love this season. Mm-hmm. And you know what else I love about this season? Mm. The scary movies. Mm. And I watched a couple this week. <laughs> and last week I had mentioned that we were probably going to do Lamb this week. Um, I did see Lamb and... I decided that that will not be our main focus. I am going to tell us about it, but it's not. I don't. I didn't think it was scary, and okay. it's um, basically all of it is in the trailer. And then Great. there's like one more twist. So we're going to watch the trailer, and then I'm going to tell you the twist at at that happens at the end. Great. So if anybody doesn't want to hear it, just very quickly what happens in Lamb, you can skip ahead because then we're going to do another movie yes um then we will be doing trick or treat which came out in 2007 but then was shelved for two it like premiered at a festival in 2007 and then was bought and then shelved till 2009 wow um it was written and directed by michael doherty who also did krampus Oh, I love Krampus. So he's got the holiday horror. Yes, he loves a spooky holiday. I can't wait for spooky Valentine's Day. Guys, should we just do Krampus every Christmas? Even though it's so good. We can just retell it every year, once a year. (laughs) That could be fun. That could be fun. (laughs) That could be fun. (laughs) And in Trick or Treat, it is starring Anna Paquin. Quinn Lord, Dylan Baker, Leslie Bibb, and Brian Cox. (gasps) My dad. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, But before we get into that, let's talk about Lamb for a second, which is directed by Valdemar Johansson, written by Valdemar Johansson and Sean, starring Numi Rapace, Hilmer Schneer Gudnason, and Bjorn Hilner Haraldsson. And it is in theaters right now. Yeah, give us a little rundown on Lamb, just real quick. Okay, so um, I think we should watch the trailer first, because that'll give you the rundown. Okay. Yeah, so let's watch the trailer. Have you guys not seen this trailer? No, I don't know anything about this movie. I thought that you were talking about Pig the whole time you were talking about Lamb. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny is that there's also a movie coming out called Wolf this year and so there's pig lamb and wolf how are we ever supposed to keep them what's pig, gonna be lamb what and wolf. but okay yes let's watch this trailer i think this is a very great trailer but it does kind of show everything the that entire happens. movie god I okay great they do that okay let's do it um and fyi this trailer is in icelandic so if you are listening uh you may not be able to understand it so just um watch the trailer the link will be in the episode description Sure about it. Father! 
Теперь кипап. Это ты. I mean, I've said it once. I'll say it again. I can't handle any movies now with uh, any inkling of a baby that has died and a woman's trauma surrounding that baby. It is. And it's every movie. It's every it's movie. It's a lot of movies. It's every goddamn movie. Motherfucker. Yep. Yeah. And that little lamb was so cute. <sighs> so that's like, cute. Really that's like cute. A terrible combination of things that I love. Tiny little things with hooves and mm. a baby. Yes, I didn't even think about that. Really cute. Oh my god, it was so cute. I'm so relieved, actually, that we're not going to do a full rundown of this movie. (laughs) Now I'm like, that movie. I mean, I know you said it revealed everything in the trailer, but I'm sort of like, but what is it? It's kind of like Servant in a way. Or do you remember that M Night Shyamalan Apple TV? I never saw it, but I've been been wanting to see it. Oh right, they have a fake baby right and a mother believes that this doll is a real child or something like that exactly that's part of the story um yeah and so yeah it's just a woman's like psychosis after losing a child's Um, cool (laughs) entertaining (laughs) fun it's cool to be in a society that both understands and treats women and mothers well and then loves to deal with like it's like having babies makes women crazy it's like what are we doing like what are we doing and then apparently it makes the mom lambs crazy too because they're going after the yeah look, motherhood is an is it <laughs> give me my truly insane thing that we all just like are like yeah anyway that's real you just have a child and then you're like yeah i will say henley when we first did rosemary's baby you i remember clearly you saying not enough movies talk about how scary motherhood is and now every single movie that we do why is that why had i not put that two and two together I think yeah, it's just um, it's until you do your it, your brain your brain changed, and now you your see brain it did everywhere. change. That is also a thing that does actually happen: is your brain does literally change. Yeah, no, I know my brain is completely different. Tim keeps saying um, that Silas has hard boiled my brain only because the only thing I do now is just talk to Silas, and I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, hi, Silas, hi, oh my god, what do you have? Is that your blame? Oh my god, <laughs> look at you, you're so cute. Oh, are you smiling? Are you smiling from Bob Long? Tim's like, calm down. This is another thing that again <laughs> I haven't fact checked, and I won't. But a thing that I heard. Is that when you have a child, it like your brain chemistry does change, both the father and mother. Your brain chemistry changes to like mm-hmm. attach you to the child or something. And for men, it changes back after a certain period of time. Mm. And for women, or I should say the the Birthing. person who gives birth and carries mm-hmm. the child, um, mm-hmm. it never changes back. So oh. like that is why motherhood is so intense and insane. Um, it's very yeah. intense. It's definitely like, intense. And, and that, yeah, the non-birthing parent doesn't have that same experience of it, no matter what. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, well, Sammy, what are you going to tell us about yeah, this? Yeah, tell us about this freaking movie. Freaking so movie. First, I will say that it, I thought it was a great movie, and um, I, really, beautiful. I really, really enjoyed it. It is beautiful. Um, and... But yeah, so basically, as you saw, it's a couple in rural Iceland, and they are sheep farmers, breeders, I guess. Shepherds. Shepherds, yes. And one of my biggest takeaways was how fucking scary sheep are. Lambs, very cute. Sheep, terrifying. Yeah, I mean, sheep are similar to goats. Goats are scary. I love goats. You know this, but they're a weird. I mean, they're a weird animal. You mean just because they're weird, like just physically, you think they're scary? I think physically, their beady little eyes. Their eyes are wild. Yeah, Mm. they're just spooky as hell. They're like to the side, but look right at you. Do you know what Mm. I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so a lot of this movie is just kind of 
dread and really atmospheric, like low string music and just lots of long, wide shots of this like very open space with these creepy sheep. <laughs> um, so it, it's the like atmosphere building is really, really great. And so th- I would say the only scary thing in it is there's a feeling of dread pretty much the whole time because, you know, something's not right and, you know, something bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you see this couple they do allude to having lost a child and as they are delivering a lamb um it comes out and you hear it kind of a baby cry and hybrid lamb ba <laughs> and they kind of have a knowing or a look, share this look with each other and they take the lamb inside you don't really see anything below the lamb's neck for a while uh, but you know something is different about this lamb you see the mother sheep being very distressed and it, f- it comes to the window and is buying for its baby um over and over but we're seeing these parents very very smitten with this lamb putting it in a crib taking out the like the old crib and stuff from storage and f- falling in love with this lamb and but you hear the sheep bawling outside uh, is there you keep bleeding? What was what's yeah, the word fine. for it? Fine, fine. Bleeding ble- ble- works too. One of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> fine. It's an ins- fine is right for sheep, though. Ble- bleating with a T. Yes, that's yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> not bleeding. I, no, I didn't say bleeding. It's not bleeding. It's bleeding. It's bleating. bleating. I just don't hit the T too hard mm-hmm. ratatouille um and so it's just this incessant noise that's driving um the mother character played by numi rapace who is just so great um and it's driving her crazy she eventually goes out and shoots it and kills the sheep oh, because damn. it's interfering with her happiness of thinking that this is her child because it's a reminder this this is the creature that birthed this mm-hmm. lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, she mm. kills it, and uh, then her husband's brother comes and visits. There's some dread there because he's very disturbed by the situation, and there's an implication that he'll maybe kill the lamb. He's like, it's an animal. Yeah. He takes it out with a gun at one point to try to kill the lamb. That the lamb's name is Ada Ada, um, and uh, but he uh, is eventually taken with her as well. They're this strange little family unit for a bit. Um, And then at one point, Ada goes outside and we see um, you heard that kind of low grumbling, growling noise in the trailer. We Mm -hmm. hear that and we see Ada see something and there's this really scary shot. It's a close close up on Ada's face and you see in the reflection of her creepy little lamb pupil. uh, basically a huge man body with a sheep head and so this is uh the, the father <laughs> yeah the dad okay and as the uh mom at one point is taking the brother to the bus station and the dad is with ada and they're go they're out in the fields or whatever and when the mom gets back, she hears gunshots and we see the sheep man has killed the dad and mm. takes Ada away. And <gasps> and so have we seen Ada's body by now? Is it a human yes, body with a lamb half, head? Half okay. human. It's kind of it's from the neck down split hot dog style. So it's still half um goat on the left side of the body or right side of the body. So it has like two hoofed a hoofed hand and a hoofed foot and then, and then a regular a human, human hand and human foot on one side so 75 percent sheep yeah yes. and yeah we get at the end we get a look at the sheep man that kills the dad and the mom comes home to find the dad dying and the child gone and that's the end of the and movie. that's the end yeah. oh, oh my, my god okay well, I'm honestly really glad that we just got that brief uh, summary. Yeah, it kind of just felt like it wasn't enough to do a full, long retelling of. But I did really, really like it. Um, 
and I do recommend it. It's I don't think it's too scary. It's more sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's just sad. Mm. Yeah. Because Numi Rapace is left alone. Well, but you can't steal someone's baby and shoot them and take no, it for no, your you own. Can't. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't do that. No. I'm wondering how um, this these half-sheep, half-humans live. What's uh, that society like? Is there like a secret Icelandic half Yeah, it kind of feels society? like a little folk, folk tale. Like, I don't know if it, it might be based on something that, um, like a lore that I don't know about, but it kind of, it kind of feels that way. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was good. Cool. Cool. We did it. Now we're going to do trick or treat. Now we're going to do trick or treat. So let's watch the trailer for that. Okay. Okay. This is the one night. Don't forget your costume. All sorts of things. Roam free. The Halloween school bus massacre. Check your candy. Krampus vibes. Right? I like didn't know that this was a silly movie. Um and it's very silly and fun and I actually think uh I mean part of the reason why we chose it is because it's it takes place on Halloween, so it's a perfect one for October and I really do think if you're looking for a like not too scary movie to get you in the Halloween spirit, this this is it. It's fun. Cool. It's funny. There are some good little scares in it. But it's like mostly just a good time, I thought. The quotes, the sources of the quotes for this trailer, chud.com. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's Dread Central, Fangoria, and shocktillyoudrop.com. And please don't forget chud.com. Chud.com. <laughs> ain't it cool news? <laughs> um, I just love someone visiting dreadcentral.com every day, being like, gotta check Dread Central, see what's going Central on. The horror community has a lot to say. Yeah, they do. Shocktillyoudrop.com. Get Brian Cox looking all haggard. I know. Mm-hmm. He's got some prosthetics on. Ooh. Who's the guy who's the other guy? The dad? He's from oh, yeah. the Americans. Thank you. That's what I recognized him from. And he's great in this. That's what it is. He, okay, he's great in the Americans. Yeah, he's really good. Wow, okay, trick or treat. I'm feeling festive. Let's hear about it. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. 
I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so it opens with a little 50s style instructional video that teaches us or that tells us rather the rules of Halloween, which are to always wear a costume, hand out candy, never extinguish the flame of a jack-o'-lantern, and, well, this one comes later. There's a secret fourth rule that you're just going to have to wait and see. (laughs) Ha! And it's kind of like these little vignettes. It's uh, it's like little short stories. So we move from kind of one, it's all in the same neighborhood and there's a lot of fun. Like you'll see characters from one story in the background of another story. It kind of, they intersect fun. in kind of fun ways. Um, and the first, it opens with a couple kind of at the end of Halloween night, presumably returning home dressed in their costumes and their house is all decorated uh, with, ghosts in the front yard that are on um, little crosses and they're regular human sized and they're creepy looking and the the woman is leslie bibb who (laughs) i literally can't think of without hearing sam rockwell being like my fiance leslie bibb i don't know if you've ever heard sam rockwell (laughs) give an acceptance speech but he likes to name drop his first girlfriend first and last name yes leslie he'll shout out leslie bibb he one time i'm sorry this is such a tangent but it fascinates me on uh, the red carpet he was wearing like some sort of cuff link that i think said lb and you know they like asked him like tell us about your what you're wearing tonight he's like well i've got this cuff link that says lb for my fiance leslie bibb <laughs> and I'm just like again he like has to drop her name anytime anyone speaks to him about anything i mean I think a really cool interpretation of that is Sam Rockwell is much more famous than Leslie Bibb. And maybe that's his way of being like, hey, here's a name to remember. Leslie Bibb, Leslie Bibb. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, everybody, look at Leslie Bibb. Hire, hire Leslie Bibb. <laughs> I know. It's very funny to me. I mean, he's clearly like loves her a lot, which I like, but it is just very that's funny. That's cute. It's, I'm going to start. That's really let's cute. Let's all do this. I'm going to start um, only referring to Joel as Joel Jensen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Joel Jensen. Joel Jensen. Um, but so her and her boyfriend, um, she is clearly doesn't like Halloween that much. I think she says, I hate Halloween. And she goes to blow out the jack-o'-lantern. <gasps> you can't do that. Oh, and her allowed. boyfriend says, you can't do that. It's ancient tradition. And she's like, oh, that's not that's not real. Blows it out. We see a little kid figure in a little burlap pumpkin head sack. This is a creepy little costume. watching from across the street looking like mad that she's blown out this jack-o'-lantern light Mm -hmm. and she's like well i'm gonna start cleaning up and starts like taking down all the decorations in the front yard like in the middle of the night on halloween Mm -hmm. night like wait till the morning you know (laughs) but i'm with her though halloween decorations have to come down on november 1st yeah sure it feels weird to have halloween up in november Mm-hmm. Sure, but mm-hmm. it's like 
do it in daytime. Do it Especially in if the taking down of the decorations involves pulling a sheet off of man-sized yeah, I would not be doing that at night. One after another. And so it makes for a very creepy scene. Um, there's also limbs, plastic severed limbs hanging in the trees as decoration. And as she's pulling off the sheets one after another, eventually something jumps out at her, gets her. We see kind of little shots under the sheet of a pumpkin lollipop that has a bite in it that makes it sharp so it's like a stabbing tool and she is being attacked with this sharp lollipop and we hear her screaming but the boyfriend's inside doesn't see any of this and eventually comes out and finds her hanging in the tree or her he recognizes her hand hanging from the tree because it has I think her wedding ring on it or something and looks Uh. at it and then Pulls another one of the sheets off and her decapitated head is on one of the spikes or whatever. Yikes. Uh, um, wait, hold on. I think they say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I don't know why this really got me. I don't know why I had that reaction. But um, in the trailer, I think they told us what the fourth, like, secret yes. rule is. You're not supposed to check they your... They did, but Henley... Henley! We all just listened to the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want me to true. give it away? True. Oh, sorry, I will mm-hmm. leave it as a mystery for now, but if anyone was listening to the trailer, <laughs> it says it. <laughs> oh, you just cut in to, to spoil the surprise for later. It wasn't a question yeah. about this scene. <laughs> well, it was. Well, it was because it felt like the at least reacting about five minutes a, behind. <laughs> <laughs> the lo- the lollipop with the razor blade in it. No, it doesn't Isn't have a razor like blade candy? in it. It do- it's just bitten into a sharp. Just a sharp lollipop. Yes. Oh. Did you ever cut your tongue in okay. a lollipop? I think I have, but not like that kind, but like the seam. You know how sometimes there's like a seam in a in like a blow pop where they just sourdough stick bread the, for me. Oh yeah, in. I think so. I know. Sammy and her freaking sourdough bread. It's her weapon of choice these days. But I have cut myself on ice, and I think maybe that's a little similar, kind of that sharp edge. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Anyways, okay. so that's the opening scene. Then we get titles, and then we go back in a little. Uh, it's it has this kind of comic book um, look. Yeah, those are in the trailer. That's it. interesting. Yeah, is it based on a comic, or is that just like the visual that they use? I have no idea. I know that okay. it was a short film before, um, hmm. but they're just peppering in these little. Uh, comic strips and so it says okay. earlier in that little comic font and then we go to earlier in the evening and there's a kid walking um, trick-or-treating and gets to a house where it has candy set out that says just take one please like we're not here just take one he starts loading up his bag with all of it and the man who lives there comes home and it is the man from the Americans. Uh, his name is Wilkins in this. His real name's Dylan Baker, for anyone who's <laughs> curious. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's immediately uh, suspicious and creepy and comes and sits down next to the kid and is like, it's fine, it's fine. You want? You got hungry. You're, you, that's okay. And he's like, go ahead, eat it. Like, have a bite. Take some. And the kid starts eating it. Mm. And... This is where uh, Wilkins says, oh, but you forgot the f- the fourth rule, which is always check your candy. And the kid just starts violently vomiting, like so, so much. Uh. And uh. dies uh, next to him, like collapses what onto his lap. And the man picks him up and some other kids walk by and say, hi, Principal Wilkins. So there's a little <laughs> little twist there that he is the school principal. He waves at them while trying How to. How would you check your candy for poison? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was one of my main questions can. as well. Later, we'll see some candy with razor blades in it, which you could that check. You could check, you could for, check for that, but you can't check mm-hmm. for poison. No, no. I guess you check if it's been opened. Yeah, I guess and that's you don't true. Don't eat it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. 
So he starts trying to bury this boy's body in his yard. He has a grave already dug with another body in it. So clearly this he has done this before. And as he's burying it, uh, the neighbor's dog is almost able to crawl under the fence and is kind of wriggling. And he's like, no, no, like, get out of here. And the dog is almost going to get through. And so he takes the shovel and breaks off one of the boy's fingers and throws it for the dog so that the dog gets distracted and has a little finger Mm. to chew on. Ew. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. neighbor's house is not lit up, no decorations, and it's kind of spooky. And we hear the neighbor's voice saying, who's there? Get out of my yard. In a recognizable voice of Brian Cox, Mm. can almost hear him say, (laughs) ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You recognize that from your McDonald's commercials the second you hear it. Brian Cox, infamously of <laughs> McDonald's commercial. <laughs> I fucking love his McDonald's commercials. They're so great. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and uh, Wilkins calls back, it's me. Uh, sorry. And uh, it's clear that they don't like each other and she says you know leave my dog alone he goes back inside um wilkins continues burying the body and then from the window we hear a little boy say daddy time to carve the pumpkins and he turns around and is like shh keep your voice down kids like why we saw this in the trailer and he's like you're disturb the neighbors so not only is this man the school principal he also has a small child of his own cool what the heck is going on what the heck what the freaking heck he finishes burying the body and he goes back inside and as he is going into his front door we see brian cox banging on the window of his saying of his house saying like help me help me help me and wilkins kind of rolls his eyes like asshole like i'm not helping him goes inside and we see something take brian cox down so he's being attacked by something in his house um then wilkins goes inside with his son and his son is saying like time to carve the pumpkin daddy can you, you make sure to help me with the eyes and uh wilkins is like yep time to carve the eyes really menacingly and hides a little knife behind his back and he's like let's go carve it in the basement and him and his son like walk down the stairs and uh he is standing behind his son and his son is like facing the carving table and he's like make sure to carve the eyes spooky dad and he's like yep i will raises up the knife and plunges it down it pulls it back. It's covered in blood now. And then the camera pulls back to reveal the decapitated head of the boy he killed earlier. And him and his son are carving that head together. Okay. Great. Great, 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 great. So he's great, at great, least great. not killing his own son, but they have a very disturbing father son bonding thing. He's raising another murderer. But, you know, they have shared interests. Yeah, yes. that's true. Beautiful. That's a beautiful story, actually, <laughs> of father-son bonding. That's actually really touching. It's nice to see a father and his child bonding, honestly. <laughs> Take time to be a dad today. <laughs> yeah, that vaguely reminds me of um, Dexter. Did you guys watch Dexter? I yes, did, all yeah. the way up until the last two episodes, and I never finished it because I hated it so much by the end. I don't know if I ever finished it either. It was so bad by the end. Oh, it was so bad. They're bringing it back. They are with the I same actress. Yep. Just the well, just the whole concept. Also, what it reminds me of is that wasn't Dexter like his dad or something like sense that he was like a murderer and was like, his, oh, uh, I sense this in you. Adopted dad, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I, I shall raise you to be like a practical, a responsible killer. murderer. Because yeah. he watched his real parents get murdered from like inside a right. box. He was in a box or a crate or something and it fucked him up. Yeah, that's not okay. That's not okay. I can't believe they're bringing Dexter back. What the hell? It should have ended with that John Lithgow season. That season was Ooh, yeah, that was a good one. Good. That was a good one. Yeah, that was. I think that was the last season I watched. Honestly, oh, it was really good and very upsetting. Anyway, what? okay, back to the, back to this movie. Back to trick trick or treat. Trick or treat. Mm-hmm. Trick or treat. 
Oh, yeah. Father-son bonding. That's how we got there. That's yep, the great. end of that little vignette. We move great. on to the next one. We meet Anna Paquin, who is with her sister and two friends. Paquin? Paquin. Paquin. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I just Anna don't know. Paquin. 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 I will call... Paquin. Well, I don't know her character name. We'll call her Anna. <laughs> we'll call her Anna. Um, her and her sister and her two friends are in a Halloween store picking out their costumes. They're wearing like slutty versions of Disney princesses. And mm-hmm. the sister and the two friends um, are kind of very clicky. Uh, Anna's the odd one out. And they're kind of making fun of her a little bit because her her dress isn't as slutty as theirs. So she looks like a little a little girl rather than a hot, sexy princess. What are you, some kind of prude bitch? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Her sister makes a comment at one point saying, mom always said she was the runt of the litter, which is so weird. (laughs) So mean. And they're planning that they're going to go to a. party that night and they're like we got to pick up some dates on the way there find some guys and the sister flirts with the guy that um rings them up for their costumes at the end and is like yeah if you want to meet me when you're off at this party he says yes and they're pressuring her to find someone to invite to the party too and she says i want you guys, I I want my first time to be special. I don't want it to be just anybody. And they're making making fun of her for that and rolling their eyes at her. Also crazy to be like, invite somebody to the party so you can fuck them. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, no, why is that one or the other? It's a very, very funny vibe. Um, but then we we leave that story for a bit and we go to these four kid trick-or-treaters. They're like teenagers. And they pick up a girl that they refer to as an idiot savant, which I don't think you say anymore. No, you definitely don't. Just savant, right? Or is well, it even? Does that? she have autism? I don't know. They well, they say that she does. She is different, but it's clear that they are inviting her along with them for nefarious purposes. They are mm. being little assholes. Bullies. Yeah. yeah. But they're okay. but they're pretending like, "Oh, come come out with us. We're going to um go to the rock quarry." Honestly, those are my least favorite stories. Are when like an unpopular or like innocent dork is invited by the cool kids and the cool kids are yeah. just being mean that's exactly that breaks my heart every single fucking time yeah, i it's hate not it good. yeah her name is Rhonda. she's dressed as a witch she's very cool she she knows um the kind the celtic traditions behind halloween um mm-hmm. which uh, even though i'm a witch i don't know yet <laughs> oh, you're a new witch sammy it's okay but You'll she's she's kind of telling the history of halloween and they're they're humoring her um because they're trying to make it seem like they're her friend um and they take her to an abandoned rock quarry and they say this is the site of the halloween school bus massacre and uh the kind of girl teenager that's clearly the one leading the pack a bit kind of pressuring them all to be mean the meanest of the bunch Mm. Um, she starts telling this story of the school bus that they would take um, these eight children who were disabled to and from school and we're getting looks back in uh, like flashbacks of these eight kids each in a different Halloween mask and they say that their parents were uh, so at the end of their rope that they pulled together all of their money to pay the bus driver no. to kill them. No. No. And in this flashback, the bus driver gets like go- drives to this abandoned rock quarry, parks the bus, and goes to each of the kids and checks. And he has chained each of them into their seat, like locked them in. Jesus, it's so horrifying. One of the kids is like rocking back and forth saying like wrong way, wrong way, wrong way, like knows it's like not right. That is horrible. It's horrifying. And I don't know um, what the actual plan is. I think maybe he's going to set it on fire 
but one of the kids breaks from the chains and gets into the driver's seat of the bus and just presses the gas and it goes right off a cliff into the um, water below this rock quarry and they say none of them were ever seen again that is the the tale Mm. um and so the four bully kids are like and we're gonna go down there and we're gonna leave our jack-o'-lanterns as an offering our eight jack-o'-lanterns as an offering for each of the eight children that died and there's this rickety old elevator they have to take down to the bottom of the rock quarry and the three of the um kids go first and one stays back with Rhonda cuz it's it's a small elevator they're like we'll go down you come and join us uh we'll send the elevator back up they send the elevator back up and as Rhonda and the other kid are going down they start hearing screaming and the uh, lights of the jack-o'-lanterns start getting extinguished one by one as we hear like screaming and uh, they're totally freaked out they get to the bottom and Rhonda goes out to try to help them and finds like these hooded figures looking like they're eating the intestines of of one of what? the kids and it's revealed that it's a prank and it's the it's the asshole kids that have like little okay. sausage links and whatever and they're like making it look really scary but she's obviously like very freaked out starts to make a run back to the elevator trips hits her head really hard um and is like bleeding from her head and uh then I can't remember exactly how, but she's off on her own again, I guess, because she's running away from them and they're trying to find her and be like, it's a prank. It's a prank. Like, you're overreacting. One of the guys is like, she hit her head pretty hard. Like, we should get her to a hospital. Um, She's now hiding from them. And as she gets to the water's edge, she sees one of the masks of the kids that we saw on the bus in the flashback. And it comes out of the water and it is a waterlogged corpsey kid with um corpsey <laughs> with the still with the um the chains around the waist and all of them start coming out of the water all eight of these uh, resurrected kids and Rhonda runs straight for the elevator and it's foggy and dark and you can't quite see what's happening and then um one of the kids starts screaming again. The other kids are like, okay, n- no more time for jokes. Get like, this isn't, we're done doing that now. And take a while to realize that this is real this time. And Rhonda gets into the elevator first, closes the door. She's completely panicked. And they eventually are running for their lives to the door as well. And they're like, let us in, let us in. This isn't a joke. And she doesn't, and she just presses that up button, and she oh leaves them all god. there to die. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! And they're just like hell yeah, Rhonda. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, but it's more that she's just terrified. Like it, she doesn't look like she does it with much like intention. She's it's, just trying to get the fuck out of yeah. there. Woo! Wait. So what does this have to do with Anna Paquin? This one does. That it. one has. We're, we'll be back. We'll be back with her. Yeah. She, so we, oh, we've I stepped see, away from her vignette. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we're back to her now. So after that, we go back to. Oh, her name is Lori. Um, in the movie, and we see her on her uh by herself now, walking through kind of a festival. It's like a fair type thing where people are all in costume celebrating, and she is looking for a a guy, and everyone is in. Um, couples and so she's just like looking getting a little frustrated everyone's kissing and holding hands and then there's one joke that really made me laugh she sees a guy dressed as a centaur she like gets a little hopeful look like oh and then from the butt of the centaur comes his girlfriend like lifts it up and they like start kissing (laughs) it really made me laugh (laughs) and we see that the three other girls her sister and the friends are at a party in the woods and her sister says, I found someone for you. We see a man dressed as a baby covered in his own vomit 
that's like lolling around on the ground. I don't know, but it's like what? Like no, (laughs) Um, like funny joke. Yeah, and she's is like no, like I'm gonna find someone. She keeps looking around, and we have seen a man dressed as a vampire bite a woman and like draw blood and be scared be scary there was like one little glimpse of him earlier and he's wearing a vampire mask that is similar to one of the masks the kids kids were wearing Mm. in the bus and so it seems like maybe this could be the kid grown up that somehow had survived um and we see lori see this guy and he looks back at her kind of interested as well we know he's bad. She doesn't. She just thinks, ooh, like a handsome vampire-looking man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Which we can't blame her for. Yeah, can't vampires. So sexy. And then we see them start to kiss. He bites her. And a, a little scuffle breaks out. And uh, at the party in the woods, we see her. She's Lori's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. And we see the Little Red Riding Hood costume fall from above and they run up to it like, oh, my God, Lori, Lori, and pull down the hood and reveal it to be Principal Wilkins is the vampire man. Ew. Ew. Okay. And this fall. This man just gets worse and worse. Yeah, he's bad. (laughs) And he, in his fall, his legs have you know snapped and broken and the bones are like coming out we see that it's very gross and Lori comes uh around the corner saying like she's got this new sense of confidence and is like yeah like things got a little rough between us so i had to uh um i don't know put him in his place or something like that she says something like very this is a different vibe now and they all start like looking at each other knowingly and they're like all right well let's do it and they all turn into werewolves and start eating all the people and that's what they meant by her first time and that's why she's the runt of the litter. <laughs> oh, I get it now. It's very funny and silly. And uh, yeah, they just are werewolves under the full moon on Halloween. We see the little pumpkin head kid watching this and then uh, running off. And he runs to Brian Cox's house, mm. who is not handing out candy and has all the lights off um and he's about to learn a lesson yes and generosity yes and uh we see that now this time is lining up again with um it's gone back in time Mm -hmm. because this is lining up with when principal wilkins is burying the body in his yard we kind of get that wait but he just broke his legs yeah it's 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 back in time it's Okay. okay. Basically, the movie like goes in a loop. It like starts at the end and then goes back to the end again. I see. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Um. So we see Brian Cox in his house after he gets his dog back and after he's yelling at um, Principal Wilkins. Goes back in his house. He sees little pumpkin head kid running in the distance, giggling. He knows someone's in here. He gets the shotgun out. It's like, whoever's in here, like, get out of here. I mean it. Um, and follows it, uh, him up to his room. And in Brian Cox's room, there's a jack-o'-lantern. And all the walls and the ceiling, it's written in blood. Trick or treat, trick or treat. Give me something good to eat. Over and over and over. And he's looking around. What the fuck is going on? And he's standing right next to his bed. And then a little razor blade comes out from under the bed, slices that Achilles. Oh, I hate that. Oh, no, thank you. No, thank falls you. onto the ground and gets a look at a uh, little pumpkin uh, head kid's name is Sam. And so S- Sam attacks him. 
and he is eventually able to get his like point the shotgun at him and he shoots him and he shoots him in the head and in the stomach and basically like pumpkin filling comes out <laughs> and there's a moment where we think okay he's killed him he's dead um and then his hand like got blown off and we see the little hand crawl back to his body and it presses up against it and all the little pumpkin inside starts pressing back together and <laughs> he is able to get the burlap sack off of his head to get a look at what we're dealing with here. And underneath is just like an actual scary little pumpkin head. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> really funny looking, but um, he, his head is just in the shape of a pumpkin. And okay. um, he comes back to life again, attacks uh, Brian Cox. And um, I think he, he's got that little, he gets his pumpkin lollipop out and bites it. And so he makes it into that sharp little weapon that mm -hmm. we saw earlier. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he is going to stab Brian Cox with it, pulls it up and brings it down. And kind of nothing happens. And we get for a little moment like, wait, what just happened? And we see that it stabbed into a chocolate bar that fell when like as they were fighting it fell on top of brian cox and he, he like picks it up and takes a little nibble of it and he's like and he like looks satisfied by it and he just leaves because the rule is just give me something good to eat <laughs> oh that's all he wanted that's all he wanted he's like the rules aren't complicated <laughs> yeah just like all i want is a candy bar what's the big deal trick or treat I'll just give motherfucker I'll kill you if you don't give me one. Just give me one. Yeah. <laughs> and so he leaves and spares Brian Cox's life. Phew. And then we see uh, trick-or-treaters come to Brian Cox's door. He's now learned his lesson and is handing out candy. And he's all bandaged Beautiful. up. Um, very funny. And it's just like, your Achilles heel was sliced. Like, you would not be yeah. just ow, like... Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> I think you got to go to the hospital, yeah, sir. Yeah, you're not going to just bandage that up and go on with your night. Um, so he hands out some candy, closes the door, and then walks by a bookshelf in which there is a picture that reveals that he is the bus driver of the oh, Halloween bus massacre. Mm -hmm. And there's another knock on the door, and it is the eight resurrected kids from the massacre and they come in and get their revenge and kill him and that's the end of the movie oh oh and okay. kind of as that's happening the camera pulls out and we see you know pumpkin head kid across the street seeing um the Leslie Bibb blow out the pumpkin and uh -huh. we see the werewolf girls driving by laughing. Now they're all, they've eaten all their chosen men and they're in great, great spirits, having a great time. And we see Rhonda walking home. Um, so it's just fun. The little intersecting stories. I had a great That's time. Fun. <laughs> That's fun. That's festive. It's fun and festive. Cute. Cute. It was cute. That was so cute. It was mostly cute when all those kids died, <laughs> but it was also cute when Brian Cox had his Achilles um, cut. Yeah. Yep. By a little pumpkin boy. Little pumpkin um, boy. Yeah, that was fun. Wow. What two completely different movies. Yes. Yeah. Gotta say. I really watched them literally movies. back to back. I saw Lamb at 440 and was like, oh, no, I don't think that this is a good one for us to do. And I was like, well, I'll just go right into Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. And yeah, an interesting double feature for sure. <laughs> interesting double feature. It kind of reminds me of there was a spate in the early 2000s of that kind of uh, vibe with movie making where it was just the different vignettes. Mm -hmm. And um, there's one about New York City. There's one about Valentine's Day. Yes, 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 yes. Weren't there other ones, too? I don't know. I feel like that was a trend for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I personally so like enjoyed it. normally don't think that I like that. I like to get more invested in characters over the whole length of the story, but I think for this, it was fun. I think, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I did enjoy it. Oh my God. Well, any good voices in this? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. 
we uh, excuse me, Brian Cox is ba da ba ba ba. From all of us here, it's just it's turning into just a smooth jazz voice. Smooth jazz. From all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch. Bye bye bye. Oh my god, it's good. Thanks for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. I'm here to remind you to head on over to Apple Podcasts where you can rate, review, and subscribe if you had as much fun as we did. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at TSDW Podcast, although admittedly not as great about updating our Twitter as we are on our Instagram. Um, We are also on Patreon at patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. You can sign up for access to things like bonus episodes, bingo cards, send in suggestions, all that type of thing uh i think that's it except for the fact that we love you forever and ever and ever and ever and ever okay see you next week